This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1249. Don't quote me on that. How to talk about big ideas in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. At your level, you are ready to start talking about bigger ideas in English. Today, get one key phrase that will help you show that you may not be 100% sure about the facts so that you can build an interesting conversation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Lindsay. How's it going? Excellent, Michelle. How are you doing? It's good to talk to you. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, excited to record today. It's been a little while, so it's nice to hear your voice, Lindsay. Yeah, you too. You too. How are things in New York? Everything is good, you know, cooling down over here, but uh, yeah, everything is good. Enjoying things. You know, there's nothing like the fall in New York. It is the best thing in the world. I love it. I hope you get a chance to like stroll through Central Park and just see the foliage. Yeah, yeah. I hope that I'll, I'm sure that I'll get a chance to go soon. But yeah, I know it's like, it's funny. It's like the start of fall. There's this excitement in the air, right? It's like the crispness and it's so great. So I do love the fall. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, That's Um, awesome. But yeah, so I have a question. So you are like apartment hunting and all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. So um, how much, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, New York is so expensive. How much yeah. does an apartment cost in West Hollywood? Ooh, you know, it's funny because what I've noticed is that LA is actually a little cheaper than New York. Um, mm. And it's actually a little cheaper than Boston. Uh, oh. Not too much cheaper, but a bit cheaper. So I would say a oh, two bedroom in West Hollywood, I think is probably around... 2500 2600 something like that yeah maybe a little less 23 so yeah but don't quote me on that because i feel like the prices change all the time and i'm not totally sure so okay oh okay wow interesting okay i won't quote you on that i will (laughs) do my own research if i ever want to move to la (laughs) do you see yourself moving to la um i had thought about it at one point now definitely i do not think there is any chance I mean, I'd be shocked if I yeah. if in five years from now, I'm like, I'm in L.A. Like, I know I live in L.A. I'd be that would be a shocker. But um, yeah. yeah, you never know. I had thought about it at one point. But yeah, yeah. So. I mean, because you did a little bit of radio work in New York, right? You did some interview work and you were a little bit in that, you know, in, in media for sure. Right. Right. And actually, I got to travel out to work in L.A. once. Yeah. In radio. Mm. So that was kind of cool. So in that sense, I could see it. But um. 
yeah, I don't know, and the weather. You know, there would be certain things that I would like, but then, I don't know, I'm definitely, I think I'm an East Coast girl, but that's that's okay. You're an East Coast girl. I understand that. I understand that. I mean, the one thing about LA, so I've kind of gone through a bit of a journey in the last month and a half or so, and my plan originally was to live in LA, and now I'm thinking it's going to be Colorado because we got to listen to our guts when it comes to making a choice. But I did have a bit of a tinge of kind of a little bit of like, oh man, because the other night I was in LAX airport and I was listening in on the conversation, the guy next to me at the bar. And he was, I think he must've been some kind of Hollywood director because he was talking about making a movie and it's like sci-fi meets this meets that. And I'm like, wow, this is where all the movies start out of these guys' brains, right? It was, it was kind of cool. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to find that in, in Colorado, but every city has its pros and cons, right? For sure. Well, that's wherever you end up, Lindsay. I hope you're happy with your choice. Well, thanks, Michelle. That's awesome. So by the way, when we had that little exchange there, I used a cool phrase. What was that? Right. You did. I love that phrase. Mm. You said, don't quote me on that. Yeah. I felt like that was supernatural because I don't want to get locked into what I just said, right? It might not be accurate. I might be a little off on my numbers. (laughs) Exactly. And guess what? We have a question from a listener from Paco um, asking about this really great phrase. And I'm excited about today's episode. As soon as I saw this question, I was like, ooh, that's a good one. So thank you, Paco. Lindsay, could you read the question for us? Absolutely. So here we go. So Paco says, hi, Lindsay. Many thanks for your podcast. It's part of my daily routine. I appreciate a lot your dedication to your listeners. You make a great job with Michelle. (laughs) Thank you. I have a hard time with this expression. Don't quote me on that. It seems Seems to have a lot of meetings that I just can't untangle. Ooh, good word, Paco. Yeah. Untangle. Is that a common expression in everyday life? Thanks in advance, Paco from La Rochelle, France. Cool. Mm. That's awesome, Paco. Thank you. Yeah, this is a great question. And I just think that this phrase is so useful. And that's why I was excited about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Lindsay, we were talking about a little bit uh, before you read the question about when you use it. Um, yeah, I think it's really when you think you know the answer, but you're not a hundred percent. Yeah, I find myself using this a lot when I'm quoting research that I think I saw or I think I yeah. read, but I don't want to just be so definitive. You right. know, I want the person to go look it up themselves, right? Because right. I don't want to go around telling lies, you know, and sometimes right. we, we conflate things that we believe with what we think we read. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you're like trying to give this point and you're like, oh, well, I read this thing. Right, that said blah, right, blah, blah, right. Blah. Eh, Don't quote me on yeah. that, right? Yeah. So for our listeners, this phrase is going to make them, I don't know, just it gives you a level of credibility, right? Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, to me... You know, it's used because we use quotation marks, right, guys? That's why we're talking about don't quote me. Like when someone is quoted, or like you said, Lindsay, like in a newspaper, in a book, or in a journal, and they're very mm-hmm. official. So yes. to be quoted means that you're sure and yes. you're comfortable that others know you said something, right? If you're quoted, it's like you, right. it's official, right? Yes. So yes. if you aren't sure of something, you wouldn't want everyone to count on you as the person who thought he or she knew something, right? 
Right. And you don't want the person that heard you to go off to the next person and say, oh, Michelle said this. Right. So (laughs) it must be 2,500 to live in a West Hollywood two bedroom. Right. You don't want that kind of quote. Yeah. Right. It's like you're kind of nervous about it. You know, I've also heard it in a way used for like gossiping. Right. So like if I said Mm. to you, like, Lindsay, don't quote me on this, but I hear she's getting a divorce. She's not so nice anyway. Oh, don't quote me on that either. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. So it's not just for like, you know, citing research like a Malcolm Gladwell book or something, right? right? It's also for like gossiping and just having a conversation about people in your life, you know, Um, that could work too. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So yeah, so we'll get into some more examples in a second. But first, we want to say thank you to our reviewers on Apple Podcasts, right, Lindsay? Yeah, Michelle, absolutely. We haven't done this in a little while. And we want to make sure you guys know that we read your reviews and we so appreciate them. I mean, there's this one here from Mori Mari from Japan on August 28th. It's a five-star review. Thank you. Uh, Butte Play from Vietnam. Ding8143 from Thailand. Ju Met from Canada. Kusin Lin from Taiwan. I mean, it just goes on and on. Yuli from the US. Polina0908 and Marcia Valeria. Guys, we so appreciate your reviews. So if you haven't told us what you think yet about the show, then go on over to Apple Podcasts or if you're in the app, review us in the app store. Let us know. For sure. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Hey guys, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but did you know that we also focus on IELTS training? You can get your estimated band score for the IELTS exam by answering seven easy quiz questions. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score and take a few minutes to find out what your score would be if you took the IELTS tomorrow. Allearsenglish.com slash my score. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Michelle, should we go into some examples so our listeners can really see how to use this? Definitely. All right. Okay. You want to kick it off? Yes. Here we go. So, should I tell Tracy that she should have that had she should have had that paper done by seven? Um. Yes, but don't quote me on that. We'd have to check with the boss. Ooh. Okay. Don't quote. So you you don't want to get locked into that timing, right? That specific timing right. of seven p.m. Okay. Right, right, right. Exactly. Okay. Or what about this one? What school does she go to? Uh, She goes to USC, but don't quote me on that. That's just what her friend told me. Yeah. So you're not sure if she goes to University of Southern California. She might go somewhere else. She might go to UCLA, for example, right? Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. So guys, that's how you would use the expression. And you know, it kind of got me thinking about it overall and Mm -hmm. saying don't quote me on that so is it a good thing to say and you know Mm. I was wondering about this and I thought this is kind of one of these deeper topics Lindsay that I feel like what you and I like to talk about yeah no this is great yeah because I love on this show when we go below the surface right we're not just we don't want to just teach you guys the phrases that's boring we want to see what's behind the phrase how does it make you look how does it help you connect or not connect 
right? Right, right. And you know, I only I just started to wonder about this phrase because mm. it made me wonder could people be less confident in mm. you, right? So mm-hmm. cuz Lindsay you mentioned you might have more credibility, but maybe it mm. makes people less confident, right? But I think if you say it in a certain way, you still sound confident, maybe a little humorous. Yeah. Right. Mm. So like if you say, oh, but don't quote me on that, you know, we'd have to check with the boss. Right. So you can say it in a different way. So but if yeah. you say it too frequently, it's like, yeah. well, why can't you be confident <laughs> in what you say? It's like, why are you yeah. always saying this? Right. Can I trust anything you say? Yeah. I mean, I think this is more about frequency, right? Because I yeah. think to some extent it shows credibility when you you show like that you understand you should have the facts if you're going to quote something, right? And that you don't necessarily have all the facts exact. So you you tell them that, right? But then if you're always saying it and you're undermining yourself, right. you're undermining your own confidence and in in whether or not people can trust you at all. <laughs> right, right, so. right. Exactly. I mean, you know, we should be honest if we're not sure about someone, right? Yeah. Like something or some, right? Because mm-hmm. I think it's worse if you seem always like, oh, I'm so confident. And then in the end, you're wrong, right? Yeah, But definitely. like if, if it's something that like, like, let's say it doesn't really matter. Let's say it's just like, oh, how much is a hamburger at McDonald's, right? Yeah, yeah it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. So like if you say, oh, it's like $3 and then it's 2 42 mm-hmm. right yeah. it doesn't really matter so if you're like oh but don't quote me on that and then it's kind of like frivolous it's a little bit yeah too much yeah 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 I feel like this phrase is better for ideas when we talk about mm. ideas like they say like you know um large my like big great minds talk about ideas right that you know that quote I don't know who says it don't quote me on that <laughs> um but anyways talking about ideas like I said before Malcolm Gladwell I know he just came out with a new book and I think it's something like strangers or something anyways he mm. always has like s- facts about society and makes interesting points you know he wrote the tipping point um he right. also has a podcast uh I think it's revisionist history guys we recommend that too but you know you may be getting into a conversation where you're talking about one of the points he brought up and that would be a good time to use this you know you know I right. thought I read in Malcolm Gladwell's new book that x number of people have moved into the cities and out of the suburbs in the last 20 years but don't quote me on that check out the book you know right 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 that's that's a really good point Lindsay yeah I like that yeah and you know you can also say if you want to show people you are confident you Mm -hmm. know you can actually flip it around you can say oh you can quote me on that oh yeah for sure for sure and it's when you're asserting a point Right, 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 right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this phrase is super useful. And, you know, it's it's just one, not one to use all the time. Right. And to just, you know, be confident. Know if if something's close enough, you know, it's probably OK. Yeah, it can be annoying when someone's always qualifying, right, what they're saying, you know, and so it, it we have to strike that beautiful balance between the confidence, the self-assuredness and also just wanting to be credible, making sure you're not misquoting things. So what are some other ways, Michelle, that we can say this then if we don't want to always say, don't quote me, what else could we say? All right, let's just do a couple. So one thing you could say is, I'm not 100% sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good too. Or what else I'm, could you say? You could say I'm almost positive. I kind of like this one better just because it's it's more it's positive. It's a positive phrase rather than a right. negative phrase. Mm-hmm. Right. I wanted to put one of those in there. Yeah, I, I I agree. I'm almost positive, right? Yeah. So 
those are a couple other things you could say. So should we do a role play, Lindsay? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's show our listeners how to throw this in, make it natural. So what's happening here? All right. Well, you are inviting me to your new apartment and you are giving me directions how to get there. All right. So here we go. So, okay. So then you take a left, a right on Leaf Street. <laughs> Is that before or after the McDonald's? Uh, After. I'm almost positive. Okay. And then? You'll see a ton of traffic on the next road. It usually ends by seven, but don't quote me on that. Got it. I'm 100% sure I'll be there after then, so it shouldn't matter. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. So here we use this phrase, I'm almost positive. So that's good, right? Because you asked me if it's before or after the McDonald's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then you said, you know, about the traffic and you said it usually ends by seven, but don't quote me on that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you said, got it. I'm 100% sure that I'll be there after then. So it shouldn't right. matter. Yeah. So I switched it. I made it a positive, guys. So again, you can always say I'm positive or I'm 100% sure or you can quote me on that, right? So you can switch these up. Yeah, I love that. So, Michelle, I feel like this here is so relevant for our listeners because you guys are ready to talk about big ideas, right? This is where this comes into play the most, I think. Um, yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, to really talk about things that you've heard, theories, thoughts, books you've mm -hmm. read, things like that. Yeah, it really kind of takes you to the next level. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's a really good one. So, um, Lindsay, what's the takeaway for today? Well, I mean, that's it. We we want you guys to, you know, after you listen to this show, we want you to feel a motivation and an inspiration to take on conversations at this level, right? This higher level. Go and read the new book by Malcolm Gladwell and have a conversation with a native speaker about it and use these phrases from today, right? We want you to go push yourself to that next level because it's easy to get stuck at the intermediate level, right? In a language, Michelle, don't you think? Oh, exactly. I was just talking about this with a student today. That really? It's e yeah, it's easy to feel like, oh, how am I going to get up, you know, to the next level? So, guys, this is mm -hmm. a phrase that can help you do that. Definitely. So go for it, guys, and let us know and leave us a review. Come back, take our advice from today, and then leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, okay? And we will do our best to read your name on the show. All right? Awesome. Cool. All right. This was fun. Thanks, Paco, for that question. Yeah. Thanks, Paco. All right, Michelle. I'll see you back here real soon. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.